I'm Malik Tame, and you're listening to the European Skeptics Podcast, The Real ESP Experience. Listening to the ESP, the European Skeptics Podcast, an independent weekly show in support of European level actions within the skeptical movement. The ESP is run by individuals presenting different skeptical groups from across the continent. And this is episode number 133. I am your host, Yelena Levin, and joining me is my co-host, Pontus Bokman. Всем привет! Hey Sar, hey son! Hello! How Hello. are you? So guess what? We don't have Andres again. But no, he, not, he's, fear he's, not, fear not. Yeah, he is in Niagara Falls, believe it or not. Oh, like a bastard. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's probably going over the falls now in a barrel as we speak. <laughs> and I've asked him to take a selfie of that as he disappears. <laughs> we will see what happens, but stay tuned, stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whilst we're frying ourselves in, in London. I don't know, actually, what's the weather like there in, in uh, Sweden? It's very hot again. It's like over 30 degrees. Yeah, same um, here. So here we go. Yeah. Climate change deniers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. But so, yes, yeah, so the, today we're going to do the quick interview with a very interesting person who has contacted originally the uh, European Council of Skeptical Organizations. And um, We got him on the show because it's interesting to talk about Ukrainian skeptic society that was formed by uh, someone from Lebanon. Yeah, that's very interesting. I'm so happy to hear ha good news from Ukraine. Uh, we are <laughs> usually know. just talking about the, yeah. the the measles and the and the the you know yeah. it's just a disaster over there. But yeah. there is good news from Ukraine, everybody, yeah. and uh, we should all be happy. And if, if it took one Lebanese person to do it, then, you know, be it. I think it's mm. a great, great thing. Mm. And, um, yeah, so I think without further ado, unless you've got something else. Uh, I, I do have one thing. Go on, go on. Because today is the 7th of August, as we're recording it, and my Facebook tells me it's uh, uh, James Randi's 90th birthday. So, yoo-hoo! Happy yeah. birthday happy to James Randi! Happy birthday to James Randi! <laughs> happy birthday, Randi! I'm sure you're listening. And, uh, he, at least he was on the show once. So, so, and we did meet him also in, uh, Wrocław in, in Poland last yeah. year. So, uh, happy birthday, Randy. Uh, I hope you live another 90 years. Wow. Great stuff. But apart from that, maybe we should go on with the interview. Yes, we absolutely should. On every other episode, we usually interview someone who's interesting from a skeptical point of view, either by representing an organization of a certain European country or a project stretching across borders. Today, our guest is Malik Tome, founder of UHRS Modernists, which stands for Ukrainian Humanist Rationalist Skeptic Modernists. And that's quite a mouthful. I'm sure you will be able to explain <laughs> that to us later on. Yeah. He's joining us today to tell us about this organization and also to say something about the situation in Ukraine from a skeptical point of view. Malek, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, thank you for you. having me. Yeah. 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 So 
Before we go into the other stuff about Ukraine, etc., why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? I understand you have a Lebanese citizenship. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm from Lebanon. Uh, I studied there, graduated from Notre Dame University of Beirut uh, in business management. And then I decided to uh, travel to Ukraine uh, to explore the properties there, the, 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 to, to, to invest in properties. Oh, okay. Uh, because it was booming, and I had a friend here who advised me about it. And uh, so, yeah, I came here, I started investing, then um, I got stuck in a way when the economical crash of 2008 happened. Uh -huh. So I couldn't, I was stuck, uh, my money was frozen in buildings, and everything went south in a way. So then I, uh, I decided to go into restaurant business, I opened, we opened together with my partners uh, the first cocktail bar here. And then later on, I opened another one. And then there was the, 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 the revolution in Ukraine later, which made things more difficult again. Mm -hmm. So it was ups and downs, bumpy road since I came here. Yeah. Uh, I've been a skeptic for a very long time, actually. I guess I started at a very early age. Uh, I was baptized Catholic in Lebanon, and uh, I started questioning matters of religion and faith and uh, started reading some skeptic literature. And uh, when I came to Ukraine, um, actually not when I came, like a few years ago, I, I was searching if I could join any skeptical organization or a humanist organization, a secularist uh, organization, but, but I could not find any. So... So the only logical, so uh, only logical conclusion there was to start one. Is is that right? Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, so advice. So, so I asked advice from my uh, legal, um, my legal advisors, and I want to thank them here. I want to take to take the opportunity and thank them because they offered their services uh, free of charge. So they're registering the NGO and doing all the paperwork. Without any, uh, so yeah, they were very excited about the idea. So I thank uh, advice nice. group of Lviv. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we 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 we're, rege we're registering now. Actually, I'm very excited about it. Uh, I I've checked with some friends and with with some Ukrainian people, and they're very, very open to the idea. I think that actually Lviv, Western Ukraine, is a very, let's say, traditional conservative part of Ukraine. Mm -hmm. But talking to people would surprise you, actually. So there's a lot of open-minded people. There's a lot of smart people here. There's a huge industry of IT people. And at the same time, there's a huge amount of pseudoscience and like crazy stuff going on. Yeah, it's, uh, I can totally relate. Like old, old grandma tales and the various superstitions that were passed down generation after generation. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and even with the young population, I mean, there's they they lich to a lot of different things, like um, astrology or uh, all kind of uh, pseudosciences mm -hmm. and and faith healing and homeopathy and so th there's a lot of things happening. And I think that adding an organization to the to the area, uh, trying to to create a community, would be something great. So, but I was thinking to. I was thinking to add something different to it. So I was thinking to add a physical aspect to it, 
to, cre- to try and create a kind of a 17th, uh, 18th century coffee house scenes of the Enlightenment in Oxford and London and Paris, uh, wow. where people can gather and debate uh, ideas, exchange books, organizing roundtables, uh, maybe inviting some scientists from Europe. Yeah. Uh, so I decided to put my money where my mouth is and create a place. So I have the location already. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, and I hope there's a lot of bureaucracy here. So it's going to take a lot of paperwork. It's going to be a long way. Mm-hmm. But I've I've started. So I secured the location and I have the whole idea, the concept. Yeah. And in this way, I wouldn't be uh, needing any sponsors because it's going to be a running coffee house and a cocktail bar at the same time. I'll try to marry fun, music, drinks, and meaningful conversations. Have you, have you heard of the skeptics in the pub that, that are kind of thriving in Europe? Uh, yeah, I, I've heard about the movement. Uh, yeah, the, okay, the, the, yeah, it's many places, yeah. Yeah, so it kind of sounds like you have created a place where you can have your own skeptics in the pub, but like on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so yeah, so, so people can get introduced to the, to the ideas of humanism and scientific skepticism uh, and uh, rational thinking. We can debate a lot of ideas and stuff, uh, things that matter today in Ukraine and in the world, and create a kind of an intellectual circle. Brilliant. That's what I'm trying to do. It's going to be hard because the place should create a kind of an, of an environment uh, where people would feel they want to know more about these things. So the whole place should represent uh, visually and um, mostly visually, actually, signs and hints and people, heroes of the Enlightenment and scientists and skeptics uh, that changed our world uh, in history. So, So that's the main thing, yeah. That sounds very, um, very ambitious and, and a lot of fun as well. Can you just tell yeah. us a little bit where this is? I, I, I believe you said it was in Lviv. Can you tell the yeah. listeners wh- where that is if, if you're not familiar it's, with it, the Ukraine? It's, it's, it's Western Ukraine, actually. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the utmost west of Ukraine on the borders of Poland and Hungary. And uh, yeah, it's the, it's the Khan part of Ukraine because the, 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 the war happens in the east, actually. Yeah. Ukraine is a huge country, yeah? it's the largest country in Europe. Yeah. We, 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 we knew about the war and, and we felt it through the news, so we never felt anything here uh, except for people leaving for the battles or the revolution or, or stuff like that, yeah. yeah. And, and, of course, the economy. When do you hope to open this fantastic place? And what, what will you call it? Uh, actually, the place will be called... A humanist, rationalist, skeptic, modernist. So mm-hmm. without the without the U. Okay. So HRS modernist. Okay. Yeah, and UHRS uh, modernist will be the the NGO. Uh, is that going to be translated into Ukrainian, presumably, or? No, I'm not. I'm not translating it to Ukrainian. I think, but okay. people can can ask, and and I mean, we can always translate it to people who don't who don't get it. Right. Okay. So, yeah. But uh, is, is English then widely used in Ukraine um, that you 
I usually use English. So yeah. I, I know Ukrainian. I understand Ukrainian. I'm, I'm familiar with the language, but I haven't mastered it in a way, and I can't lead uh meaningful deep conversations in ukrainian i can just do the usual stuff the daily stuff yeah. so uh yeah i usually use english and all my friends are like uh well versed in english well spoken yeah. so there's no problem at all so so yeah. when when do you think you will open i hope actually i wanted to start the reconstruction this summer but the paperwork and the licenses are too slow and they're not moving anywhere now so i'm hoping that by next summer there's going to be an opening and maybe you guys can join Absolutely. for the opening cuz i'm i'm yeah, already booking my ticket yeah great sounds great yeah uh, i can organize like everything so i'm 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 thinking to make a a grand opening something big it's it's part of of the marketing too invite guest list do some good catering, uh, invite some uh, TV station. So make something like that uh, would resonate in the city and uh, maybe have the chance to introduce the concept of the place at the same mm. time. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you about the modernist modernist part of the name. How does that fit in? What what does that actually mean? Well, actually, actually I mean uh, basically modernity of the 18th century. Right. So rationality, science, the values of humanism led us to modernity after the Dark Ages. Right. So uh, from the Renaissance to the age of reason, these were the values. S- uh, skepticism met science in mm-hmm. the 18th century, because before that, like old skepticism of antiquity had nothing positive to add. Mm-hmm. The, the academics were in a way uh, dogmatic that knowledge cannot be attained the pironians were kind of agnostic that we don't know if we can uh, attain knowledge and skepticism really had a value when it met the scientific method and had a foundation in empirical evidence because just being skeptic when i say i'm a skeptic here people take it in a kind of a negative connotation uh, because you can be you can be a global warming skeptic right, right you can yeah. be a, a, a vaccine skeptic or yeah, yeah so saying that you're a scientific skeptic gives a real meaning to the world uh, to the word and the value so yes yeah, so, so modernity is uh, in a way i i read lately a book uh, of steven pinker named enlightenment now i don't know if you yes. checked it or it's I a great read book it, but i know of it yeah great book so yeah he he argues about the values of in the enlightenment right yeah and modernity and i want to tackle postmodernism too so that's why i called them the modernists like because uh-huh. there's the, this wave of postmodernism now uh, where everything is relative and subjective and truth yeah. is not like attainable <laughs> ah, and all yeah, 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 yeah. I, th- I like that. You know, screw the postmodernists, we go back to the yeah. modernism. Yeah, great. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's why I, I emphasize of modern and uh, modernist and they kept the whole word showing. So okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's nice. That's that's the whole idea of the thing. Well, you said that there's, a, there's quite some uh, pseudo-scientific ideas going on in, in Ukraine. Do you think, or how do you know how much of an interest there is in, in skepticism in Ukraine? 
I'm sure that in every traditional society, there are scores of people that don't want to go out of the closet. <laughs> they don't have a place where they can share their ideas in a way. And they get, in a way, ostracized by society if they, if they say that they are atheists or humanists or uh, skeptics or whatever, right? So they try not to talk about it. So, but, but talking to, peop- to individual people, I always felt that there is a huge need for this movement to happen here. So I think when you create a, a safe environment where people see that uh, they are part of a group and there are a lot of other people like them uh, ready to talk and, and like openly without any fear or like, yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, I think there's a huge amount of people that would be really excited about mm. it yeah let's hope and so. would join yeah, yeah. i mm. hope so too actually yeah so uh, that's that's yeah that's the main idea so so malik you, you aim to apply for membership in the exo organization the uh, european council of skeptical organizations how far have you come and what your expectations um are from from being a member i have actually i have no idea yet so i i, I, I don't <laughs> well, know what he can help I, you <laughs> yeah so i i yeah I'm, I'm i'm hoping that you guys can help me and tell me what i can expect from the from the association i mean i want to be under the european umbrella it's 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 better it gives you more credibility in a way too, yeah yeah right? I, I, I'm on the board of the of EXO, so I, I, uh, okay. I think we're okay, very. Great. I can. I think I speak for the whole board when I tell you that we're very, very happy to see new organizations such as yours uh, applying for membership. And what we try to do is to to become, as you say, an umbrella, and to to try to make sure that the different organizations in the different European countries don't have to work in. In isolation, but they can learn from each other. They can build a, a network of skeptics from different countries. Great. So, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, so, uh, well, you're not formally a, a member yet, but I would like to say, even if it's prematurely, welcome to the club. I'm flattered. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Yeah. So, I, I'm a globalist, and I believe in in in, in a in a bigger world and in a bigger picture, and I believe in the values of the european union actually so and i think i I think it's it's a very crucial time today that uh, people like you guys should work much harder i think we all have a responsibility to uh, revalue our beliefs and our our values in general yeah yeah and 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 fight for it so yeah but I think even beyond that, it's becoming harder and harder just to have a conversation be- because of uh, all all the restrictions and uh, and the- political correctness. Yeah, that's right. And so uh, we 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 can't discuss ideas anymore. Certain ideas are for- forbidden or whatever. Exactly. And so it's 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 important to keep the avenues open because only by by discussing and debating can we grow as a society. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's really hard to have conversations these days, especially about, I don't know, uh, you can't criticize a lot of uh, ideas in a way. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's all about bad and good ideas in general, right? So I, don't see, yeah. I don't see a religion as a red line that you cannot cross. It's, a, it's just an idea and you have the right to criticize it. And the religious person has the right 
to criticize you as an atheist or a skeptic. And th of this course. is like the, the main tenets of uh, free discourse and freedom of speech. Yeah. So uh, you can't, let's say, cross some certain lines today. Hmm. You'll be uh, judged as a racist or, a, I don't know, or Islamophobic or whatever sure. uh, these terms mean. But I really believe in the freedom of speech and as long as, as you respect civility, as long as you respect the other person, uh, you have the right to discuss whatever you want. Yeah. So yeah. that's very important, yeah. So um, in your opinion, what are the most pressing issues from a skeptical point of view in Ukraine at the moment? I think that there was a measles outbreak in Kyiv that happened recently. And the anti-vaxxers are like growing in, in numbers. That's a very crucial issue because this affects people directly. I think this is one of the main issues that should be tackled in Ukraine. Uh, other things are the garbage crisis. There's a garbage crisis in Ukraine, in Lviv especially. There is no real recycling system that works here. And a lot of waste is being dumped in fields and polluting the atmosphere. Wow. And uh, I, I think that we have to raise awareness to the problems of global warming and create a kind of, I don't know, a lobby to, to tackle this problem too. Mm -hmm. So these are the two biggest issues today, I think. Uh, people are not really aware of their danger and seriousness. So uh, other things are just like, I actually think that any belief you have that isn't based on evidence is in a way dangerous in a way yeah anything so i mean it's not like there are there are levels of danger it's really bad to believe anything without having evidence about it mm -hmm. and we i think we, we we should tackle all kinds of superstition <clears throat> we should we should always defend rationality and empirical thinking whatever the subject is because it's it's like a It's like a domino effect. People believe in ghosts or in uh, astrology or in uh, whatever. So, so it, it, it grows. If you, if you get used to believing in stuff without evidence, you can get later affected by fake news or because you're not used to fact check or to you just get to whatever information is coming to you. You're And not used to. It, yeah. yeah, you're not used to uh, thinking rationally and, and logically. And yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there should be courses in critical thinking and, uh, and actually the, the value of scientific thinking. Not what is science, uh, what is the value of science? So there should be, I think, courses that, that teach uh, about uh, cognitive biases, about uh, logical fallacies, about how to think rationally, because it's all about training. I mean, you, you get rational as long as you train your brain to become rational yeah so any any topic for me uh that isn't based on evidence is bad yeah. enough to be discussed i understand that you mentioned measles because that's that's really we've been following the measles epidemic in in europe for for almost two years now and yeah and not until lately we we realized that ukraine since it's outside of eu we didn't have 
we didn't read the right statistics and we realized that in Ukraine it's actually worse than than in I think in any other country in Europe at the moment with yeah. over 25,000 measles cases just this yeah. year. What what do you know about the anti-vax movement in Ukraine? Do you think we can blame all of this on on the anti-vaxxers or or what do you think? I think it goes viral in a way when people start sounding the alarm about some something uh, dangerous, like when they say that vaccines are dangerous for children or they cause autism, right? So in, in gossip makes it really bigger. And anti-vaxxers are, I mean, they're pushing this agenda and there is no counter movement that is raising awareness about it. So it's really easy to spread the fake news and people believe it because people are scared on their children. So they, they try to protect them in any way and they just believe whatever the, the neighbor said or whatever the, I don't sure. know, some, some politician said, some ignorant politician or whatever some ignorant doctor said. I guess uh, I think the only solution is to raise awareness about it. Yeah. Make the other voices heard. Do you, you mentioned politicians, and I, I believe that in these days people are getting less and less confidence in, in politicians, except for the ones that happen to say what they want them to say. But, but you also yeah. mentioned doctors. Do you feel in Ukraine that there is a sentiment that people do not trust authorities in general, including doctors? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the medical field in Ukraine is under – it's a very poor infrastructure that they have. The hospitals are in really bad conditions because it's like a public sphere and, and doctors get paid very low salaries. Yeah. The, the, the medical sphere isn't trusted because there's a lot of incidents that happen and people that die in, in the hospitals. So they, sometimes they refer to alternative medicine or they try to bribe the doctor to make a better operation. So there's no trust in the medical field. There's no trust in the government as well. And, and, and it's all related in a way, right? Yeah. yeah, poverty leads to poverty in a way. So the whole system should change. I think you can't just uh, improve the medical sphere without improving many other infrastructures in the country. Yeah. But I don't, know, I don't know what's the solution, actually. I mean, the, after the revolution, the country is in bad shape. And, and this is a very young country. Ukraine took its independence in 1991, and it had a lot of uh, troubles since then. Yeah. So, so yeah, and, and it's a huge country. Mm. So it needs, I think it needs a lot of help. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I, yeah. I can't say I'm, I'm very optimistic, and I, I can't say I'm, I'm, I'm a pessimist. I'm, I'm just checking what's going on now. Like, that's it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I think what people should do is they should start a lot of modernists uh, coffee shops and, and spread the news. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, do you know, Malik, if people uh, in Ukraine listen to podcasts at all? Do you know what the, uh, the interest is? I'm not really sure about it. So mm -hmm. I've never like checked. I listen to podcasts. Um, I listen to the Waking Up podcast of Sam Harris, for example. Oh, I love yeah, it. yeah, I love it too. Yeah, I, I never really checked, but I think everybody listens to some kind of 
podcast. I mean, it's 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 quite a, a popular activity, and I think uh, I can check it if you want. I can like no, no. It's just a general <laughs> general kind of feel for what yeah. what it's like. I, I know that a lot of my friends in 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 England, for example, uh, do listen, and which we, we share, uh, we, you know, with each other, different okay. podcasts, etc. But yeah, okay. So, some other countries are less inclined to do that. So yeah, and I'm not sure why why that is, but yeah. I think Sweden is quite big on podcasts as well, isn't it, Pontus? Yeah, yeah. In Sweden, I think people listen to a lot of podcasts, both in English and in Swedish. There's a lot of... Yeah, so... Uh, going back to this uh, organization of yours, uh, are you starting this up on your own? You you ha- mentioned you have some some lawyers that helps you with the legal stuff, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm on my own, yeah. All right. So... Okay. <laughs> so you probably will need some volunteers to help you nearer the time. Exactly. That's why I, I really needed to add the physical aspect to it and to, to add a location. So yeah. it, it, it would be much easier because there would be a flow of people randomly that will come and ask, what is this all about? So then they get involved. I mean, if 5% of the flow of people gets involved, you will have uh, a big community. So that's it will make it much easier, and the place will finance itself too. So mm. it will make it like financially easier too. So when yeah. I open the place, okay. that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's going to be challenging, of course. There's yes. going to be a lot of questions. I mean, yeah, but 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 I love challenges anyway, and this is what I like to do actually. Yeah. So I like to be around books and ideas and people and discussions and arguments, and um, it's going to be great. I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I hope great. it'll be great for the country and uh, it'll get it'll start the conversation and the movement. Absolutely. And if, yeah. we, do, and if we do have listeners in in, in Ukraine, uh, I, I sincerely urge you all to to contact Malek and and see if you what you can do to help. Do so, Do you have like a a Twitter account or a website or? Anything? I, I, I'm I'm mostly active on Facebook, so uh, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Malik Tommy. I have a Twitter account, but I'm not active there. Okay. So yeah, basically, I'm on Facebook mostly. Okay, right. we will we will get the link so that they get to the right uh, yeah. Malik Tommy and. Uh, yeah. Great. Okay. Well, is there anything else you wanted to mention that you didn't have a chance to talk about? Um, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward for all the things that will happen and the surprises that are waiting on the way. Okay. So, let's see how it goes. Yeah, Good. absolutely. Okay. Well, um, we, we wish you the best of luck. It's it's a quite a quite an undertaking you, you started. Uh, yeah, thanks. And, thanks a lot. And, thanks. And uh, you, need, you need a lot of support and luck, and I hope it all goes well. Yeah. Absolutely. It's people like you that, you know, makes you uh, re- regain hope in the world, I think. Oh, th- thanks a lot. That's very <laughs> flattering. Thanks a lot. And and thanks for your time and for having me, guys. Like, Thank I'm you really very much, Malik. Honor to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Brian Dunning with Skeptoid Media. I only have one brief thing to tell you today. Finally, a feature documentary film in the theaters about scientists who get misrepresented in the media. A lot of us here in the club get frustrated by these so-called science and history networks on television, by the way they present false information to be sensational at the expense of real science. 
One of their favorite tricks is to have trusted scientists on as experts, but then they edit them out of context or twist their words to make it sound like they're promoting some sensational nonsense. But this is way more widespread than you know. It is not just limited to the pseudoscience and pseudo-history channels. Skeptoid Media is executive producing a new feature film, and you want to watch the teaser for it right now. ScienceFriction.tv You're going to want to share this on your social media and tell everyone you know to watch this teaser right now. This is such an important problem today. And most people seem scarcely aware that the problem exists. They just go on watching their favorite science networks and have no idea that they're watching sensationalized hooey, totally unaware that real scientists are suffering real consequences at the hands of unscrupulous producers. ScienceFriction.tv is being directed by Emery Emery of The Aristocrats. It's written and presented by yours truly and executive produced by Skeptoid Media. We just finished the award-winning film Principles of Curiosity. We are crowdfunding the initial production of Science Friction. It even provides a way for you well-heeled types to buy your way into the film industry with an executive producer or associate producer credit for a large donation. Skeptoid Media is a 501c3 nonprofit, so all donations toward this production are tax-deductible for U.S. taxpayers. So, folks, get your year-end deductions in, in probably the most useful way you ever have. Science Friction. It's good for the world. Come to sciencefriction.tv and watch the teaser video now. Right, so that was really cool to to hear from Malek. I, I think uh, I really enjoy his enthusiasm, and I, I wish, as I said, I wish there were more like him to to uh, start and, and and promote the the good way of thinking. I, I really, especially like his take on the word modernism because we are so sick and tired of all the postmodernist uh, mumbo jumbo hippie things so he's reclaiming the modernist word and and i, and I like that a lot so postmodernist and post truth never bring anything good eh no 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 absolutely not so so let's go back to the modernists so yeah we'll see how it also turns out and we we'll try to support him as much as we can um and promote his work and hopefully one day we get to be there yeah, I'm, I'm for the very, very serious. If they, if, if he managed to pull this off and we can make it fit with schedules and stuff, let's go to Ukraine and, and be there for the opening. It would but be Bond great. Is not, not if he manages, but when he manages. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's yeah. what I meant. Of That's what you meant. I'm sure. <laughs> but, um, you're right. This, uh, it's great to have uh, an, uh, an activist like this on our show. Yes. Yes. Really. All right. So I think apart from mentioning quickly our website and the calendar. So yes, actually, there is a, a very important event that started. Um, and it's, uh, of course, our friends in Edinburgh skeptics started their skeptics on the fringe marathon. Uh, it's 23 days. 23 days. So shout out to our, to our Edinburgh skeptic friends. All the best and good luck with the events. I'm sure it'll be a big success. And uh, we will catch up with one of them after they've done 
to see how how it's absolutely went. yeah 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 and if you are in or around edinburgh uh it's a must visit must see and must listen <laughs> yeah and of course if you manage to be there on the 18th yeah. of course you can catch andras doing his talk there uh that is of course he survive if he survives the the history with the barrel in the in the New, uh, niagara falls <laughs> and stuff but the bloody but, barrel but there's so many good people to 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 go to to listen to there claire klingenberg speaking of exo she will be there and i i can't even begin to mention all of them and uh you know a great shout out to 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 heather to to sean to mark who who are making this happen every year and they really do deserve maybe they deserve now a third occam's award for all I this i see i think so i say so yeah yeah all right well um Great. Let me just remind you quickly how uh, how you can get in touch with us if you want to. It's uh, email address info at vesp.eu and a Twitter handle is espodcast underscore eu. Also, you can go on web on our website, which is uh, vesp.eu. Complete the contact form there and like us on Facebook. Follow our work there as well. And if you get at our podcast on iTunes, uh, please leave us a nice review and it helps the visibility and spread the word. Yeah. And of course, on the website, if you click on, on events in Europe, you will find uh, everything that's going on, including everything on Skeptics on the Fringe in Edinburgh. And uh, please, if you want to support us even more than you do, go to patreon.com slash the ESP and pledge uh, a dollar or so for every episode we release. It's been a while, actually, since we got some new patrons so so uh, please do that it'll make us very happy indeed and thank you so much for everybody who's already supporting us it's muchly appreciated absolutely all right well i think that's it for now and until next week goodbye everybody paka paka goodbye This has been your ESP experience. The show is produced and recorded by the ESP.eu. Join us again next time, but until then, please send your feedback, comments, or death threats to info at the ESP.eu. We would also love to hear your ideas and suggestions regarding future episodes, as well as news from your country of residence that might interest others across the continent. If you have a local event or organization to promote, please don't hesitate to let us know as we are more than happy to help. All music in the program was written and performed by Keisha J. Gray and George Frab and is used with their permission. Please check out our webpage at www.theesp.eu, follow us on Twitter at espodcast underscore eu and like us on Facebook. I don't know how you can believe My co-host, Bachman <laughs> <laughs> Okay, just skip my first name That's that's not a problem at all I actually combined uh, Bachman and, and Pontus And made it Pockman. Pockman, okay, that's me um, now I, I think we ha- we'll have to edit a lot of things there. Uh, that's okay. That's a note. We've had much work, yeah. yes. <laughs> the ESP at... <laughs> what? <laughs> Email address third, at... Third year running. <laughs>